What's going on, Met fans? Welcome to another episode of our New York Mets podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, well, the Mets end this past week going three and three. We took two out of three from the Dodgers, and then we fall to the Nationals, two games to one, three and three on the week. It was looking good. It started really good by taking two out of three from the Dodgers. And then uh, the Mets win on Friday. And then the Mets lose the last two games of the series against the Nationals, both by a score of seven to one. The Mets lose to starting pitcher Patrick Corbin Saturday night. And then Eric Fetty today. That's pretty bad that's pretty bad considering how terrible those two pitchers are for the Mets offense to not show up and today was just like the worst of the worst this is probably the worst two game stretch that I've seen the Mets play this season it took more than three quarters of the season to happen um so not bad I guess Uh, I believe the Braves and the Marlins are still playing So currently the Braves sit one and a half games back. They're most likely to win against the Marlins. So the lead now going into Labor Day will be one game. This is when I say the assholes start to get tight. The pressure is now on. It's been on, but now the pressure is going to be on a little more. Are the Mets tired? Brandon Nimmo, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo. That's been the one, two, three, four punch for that Mets lineup for most of the season. And I can't remember the last time either of those guys got a day off. The Mets are starting to run out a little run out of a little bit of gas. And, you know, it it happens. Um but I don't think Buck Showalter really has a choice but to play his best guys at this point. Like, if they're not hurt and they're just tired, hook them up to the IV. I mean, you got to play them. They got to play. Unless they're hurt, they got to play. But you can see it. You know, the the, the lineup is is pressing a little bit. Maybe, maybe they took these last two games off. Maybe they're just up there not really trying and... They're not given, you know, a full effort. So I don't know. I hope it's not that, right? Because, I mean, these games are pretty, pretty damn important. So you would hope that they're up there trying to win these games. It's it's not going to be easy, you know. Um, the Braves are on our asses. And, uh, you know, the Braves are a good team. But, you know... The whole Vogie, Naquin, and Darren Ruff uh, trio is is pretty annoying to me at this point because it's almost as if the Mets are telling me and you, they're telling us that there's no better option. You know, there's an option in AAA right now, and his name is Mark Vientos. And I really don't understand why 
Vientos has not been called up. I've been calling for Mark Vientos since about the month of May. And all through June and all of July, the trade deadline came and went. He's still on the team, but has not been called up. This offense right now needs what the Braves have received from Grissom and Harris. A shot in the arm. These guys are just not, you know, Alonzo may still be hitting home runs here and there, but they're coming against shitty pitchers, man. Let's just be real about that. And I'm not saying Mark Vientos is our answer for the rest of the season and going into the postseason, but we just need a shot in the arm. We need something that's just going to, you know, we need the iron lungs to just revive us a little bit. And I, I really believe Mark Vantos can be that. Like, he cannot be any more worse than what Vogie and Naquin and Ruff have been. So, I don't understand what we're really doing. What our, you know, what the Mets mind frame is. Because when Vogelback came on board, I was not impressed with the guy. Not one bit. He's a home run hitter, and that's all he really does. He'll get a base hit. He's a liability on the base paths. I mean, I'm sorry. I know he's a fan favorite. He's cute. He's chubby. He's a teddy bear. But I need to win ball games at this point. I don't need, you know, sure outs at the bottom of the lineup. Speaking of the lineup, real quick, McNeil hitting seventh. I believe he hit seventh last night. Saturday night is a damn crime. That should not happen anymore. Um, I'll speak on that another day. But you know, I, I'm done with the short outs. Like we can't, we can't be doing that at this point. So I don't know how we get Vientos up to the major league roster, but I mean, give him a week or two. Maybe he catches fire, and you know. And play him. See what he has at this point. He's fucking raking in AAA. He's been down there for like, it seems like two whole seasons. I think it's really been a a year and a half. But he's been down there forever. Like, I don't understand what we're doing. Um, So yeah, you know, Carrasco, uh, I was expecting. I'm not sure what I was expecting from Carrasco today. I was just really interested to see how he would look. And he was... All over the place. Um, He got squeezed on a couple pitches. But I give credit to the Nationals hitters. Because they were pretty patient up there at the plate. Uh, They were really waiting on their pitch. Carrasco just wasn't. Maybe this was his rehab start. And you know. Maybe you know. That's all it was. So it just happened at the major league level. But he was really all over the place. I was. Um. I was unimpressed, and I don't know if I'm worried, but, you know, there might be a little bit of concern there. Like, is he really 100%, you know, or what is it with Carrasco? He's pitched well all season, so I'm not going to fucking bang on the guy, but his control was a little off. So if it's just his control issues right now, since he hasn't pitched in, you know, a couple weeks, then, you know, maybe that's something that he can... Uh, improve on on his next start 
Uh, big news after Saturday night's game was Max Scherzer. Um, you know, I think the good news is that uh, it's nothing serious. That came from uh, reporters. That came from Scherzer. So hopefully uh, he's able to make his next start like he says he will. Um, you know, I, I think I think that was huge in the part of Scherzer that he could, you know, be man enough to take himself out of a game. We know how much of a competitor Max Scherzer is, and I think it's hard for any athlete to kind of wave the white flag and say, you know, take me out. But uh, like, like Buck said last night, Saturday night on his post game, uh, Scherzer understands the bigger picture and so picture um so you know there is a bigger picture here and that's uh you know down the stretch into the postseason um that is the bigger picture so as hard as it might have been for Scherzer to take himself out of the game I kind of Applaud him because that's a hard thing to do for any athlete slash competitor. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, hopefully he's able to make his next start. And, you know, it's just what it, he says it was, just some fatigue. Um, but I, th I think the story right now is how asleep the Mets offense is. And... You know, now we head into Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's two and eight in the last ten. Uh, they're not they're not a very good team. Um, we should be able to beat them, but I mean, <laughs> we know how it is. Remember last year, right before the All Star break, and right after, right before and after the All Star break, the you know the the Pirates kind of took care of us a little bit, and then it was all downhill from there. But um, you know. Different season, different teams. Uh, the Mets are still a good a good team, um, so they just have to be able to to you know the the good thing here about the Mets is they control their destiny the rest of the way. They have to win. We can't be worried about if the Braves win or lose or whatever. The Mets just have to play good ball, and you know every team goes through it. Every team hits a wall. It's like the stock market. That, you know, they'll dip a little bit. But, I mean, damn, the Mets have showed us for 120-something games that, you know, they they are able to come back and win games. They are able to manufacture runs. They are able to play small ball. They are able to, um, you know, field the ball real clean. They're able to hit home runs when they need it. So, Again, this Mets season is not a fluke. I know a lot of Mets fans are panicking and, you know, are, you know, just in complete panic mode. I get it. Um, I was going to do a separate episode on the Mets bullpen because I think it's important to acknowledge the Mets bullpen. And I know some may not agree with me. And I'm not saying that the Mets bullpen is, you know, the best in the league. But the last 14 days... Okay, in National League ranks only. Okay, the bullpen has an ERA of 2.27. Only Cleveland is better, but they're first in the National League. Again, these are National League ranks only. Okay, 
In 39.2 innings pitched, the Mets bullpen the last 14 days has an ERA of 2.27. They've given up one home run, a strikeout rate of 24.7. That's first among um, playoff teams. Third overall in the National League. Bad and average against 200. That's third in the National League and second among playoff teams. Only St. Louis is better. The Mets bullpen last 14 days. National League rank only. A whip of 1.21. Third in the National League. Third among playoff teams. Only the Dodgers and Saint and uh, the Cardinals are better. First pitch, pitch strikes. 65.3% of the time. Only the Dodgers are better in the National League. Okay. The bullpen last two weeks. 4-2 record. Five saves. I know the bullpen is very easy to pick on because they've shown that they can give up leads this season. They have been, uh, you know, there was a stretch where they were just really up and down. Like we didn't know what we would get. But we can't knock the bullpen. We can't point the finger to the bullpen when things are going bad and it's really not them. Again, I'm not saying that our bullpen. Is lights out. I'm not saying that our bullpen is anything near what the Braves was last year. But you got to give a little bit of credit to our bullpen. Seth Lugo, the last 14 days. Okay. Six innings pitched, 27 batters faced, a 1.50 ERA. 12 strikeouts to four walks and two holds. Joely Rodriguez, last two weeks. Has a 66.7 ground ball rate versus a 22.2 fly ball rate. Okay, that's a 3 to 1. Adovino, last 14 days. 23 batters face, 6.2 innings pitch, 0 ERA. Now, I know he gave up a home run Saturday. These stats that I'm reading off of are right before the game. Okay, so uh, these stats are good for right before Saturday's Saturday's game to the uh, Nationals. 10 strikeouts, one walk, two holds, a .91 batting average against, .45 whip and three saves for Adam Adovino the last 14 days. Michael Givens. 29 batters faced, most on, on, the, on the Mets in this span, okay? Seven innings pitched, 2.57 ERA, one blown save. Okay, the only one on the team during uh, during this span. Two strikeouts, three walks. So not terrible from Givens the last two weeks. Okay, Trevor May. Fuck, we lost Tre Trevor May. Well, I guess when I say lost, like he's out for whatever, a week or so. Um, no injury, it sounds like. Sounds like it's COVID. 13 batters face, 3.1 innings pitched. He's 1-0, 2.7 ERA, 5 strikeouts, 1 walk, and 2 holds. I was going back and forth with someone on Twitter um, at our Mets podcast. Make sure you follow me about Trevor May. And he's been huge for us since he's come back. Wasn't pitching very well before he went down with an injury. He's come back and he's given us solid innings of relief. So... You know, our bullpen, like I said, it's very easy to point the finger at them. Um, 
but it hasn't been as terrible as uh, most of you think. Again, I'm not saying we have the best bullpen. I'm not saying they've been lights out, but they haven't been, you know, that terrible either. So, I mean, look, it's pretty simple for the Mets at this point. They have to uh, win games pretty much. All things point to that final series against the Braves. I know I said on my last episode that that series will not matter. Well, it might matter after you lose two out of three to the Nationals. But, you know, we go forward and, um, you know, we got to... F- we got to play these games now. Um, let me, I want to check real quick to see who the Braves play next. Um, let me see. Who do the Braves play next? You know, so much for a cupcake schedule. We are, uh, we're not playing like we had, we have a cupcake schedule. Let's see who. The Braves play next because now all of a sudden we are scoreboard watching. Unfortunately, we didn't want it to come down to this. But, uh, you know, it's what the baseball gods have in store for us. Uh, They have a day off Labor Day and then they play two at Oakland, three at uh, Seattle, and then three at San Fran. So this is a West Coast trip. All right. So. This is a West Coast trip for uh, for the Atlanta Braves. This late in the year, a West Coast trip can be a little difficult. Now, the two games against the Athletics might not be that difficult. But the A's did just beat the Yankees. Two out of three, was it? Last week or this past week, whenever it was. Last week. And then you play a playoff team in Seattle. And then you play a Giants team that, you know, at home, they, they tend to play very well. Obviously, they have not had a great season, but they're still a tough out. So this would be the time to really win some games, the Mets, and try to separate ourselves a little bit because if I had to guess... Any team going making a West Coast trip this late in the season has got to be difficult. Meanwhile, the Mets play three at Pittsburgh, three at Miami, and then three and then back home three for Chicago. So this could be a very telling week right here. This could be the week that we maybe distance ourselves a little bit, uh, you know, from the Braves, even if it's just two or three games. Interesting. This is baseball, folks. You just never know. Um, that's all I have for this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Our Mets Podcast. Make sure to leave a comment, like, and subscribe. I'm sure I missed a couple things that I really wanted to talk about. I'll just go ahead and tweet them out. Make sure you follow me at Our Mets Podcast on Twitter. Catch you on the next one.